Wandsworth Radio. Oh. Don't shout. He just immediately blew all the volume. Oh, out. you always do this. You, My pitch problems, I bet I sound glorious. So today we've got a... Uh, first of all, welcome to Shouldn't You Be Working With Me, Sam Peck and... Mark Hellings. And we've got a new person uh, helping us today. We've actually got a producer. Uh, do you want to say a few words, Joe? Hello, I am a producer. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly what we need in a producer. It's true, exactly. I'm freaking out now as well because Joe's actually taken my usual seat and I'm now on the on the flip side of things. But we had to get a producer in because you don't know how computers work and you were sole, solely responsible for our computer management. True, and there were some technical issues if you've listened to any of the other shows in the past yeah. where I actually just froze up and I get such a panicked look and I think my voice goes up about six octaves. Yeah. But that's not the whole point of this show if you listened last week and if you listen to the podcast, you will now know that we have a new concept because beforehand we didn't have a concept. So the concept now is we interview people with dream jobs to find out if the reality meets the expectation. Um, and in doing so today, we've actually got a real life Hollywood actor, uh, Jenna Willis. Uh, who we have a, a interview with at the end of the show. And I mean, like it's, it's literally the most interesting thing I've done. I think it was very interesting. What do you think it's of it, It's the Mark? biggest thing we've ever pulled. It's the biggest fish we've managed to land. Yeah, and it, it, like I was listening back to it and I was like, God, you know, she, she's actually very good at interviewing. Feisty bull shark. Yeah, so definitely worth a listen later <laughs> on in the show. We're going to do it about half an hour or so. I don't want to give it completely away, but it, it, it will be. We're just going to do a bit of preload, talk about Hollywood as an industry as well, because that's a bit about it. Mark, have you got any statistics? Have I got any statistics? I do, Sam. Are you relieved that I do? I, I am, because <laughs> I, I feel like we may have just got these statistics like five <laughs> seconds ago. Well, statistics I have and statistics I'll give. How many people are fully full-time registered actors by profession in the US? I don't, don't know, Mark. Well, Joe? I don't. <laughs> Sorry, Grant, what is it? Joe, any thoughts? Um, a million. Oh, you've really highballed me there. <laughs> you really, you know, that took the wind out of the sails of it there. It's 70,000. 70,000. 70,000 people who are trying to get onto, you know, movies that there are only a few, a few blockbusters a year, 70,000 people trying to do them. My thing with the Hollywood uh, vibe as well, and just being an actor in general, is it, it's obviously got to be so hard to get in because if you go to the movies, Nine times out of ten, you're just watching films with the same actors in it mm. over and over again. Like, if you're watching something with, like, a crazy guy, it's going to be played by Johnny Depp. Yeah. And if you're pl- going to go see, like, a film with an old woman in it, it's, or not old woman, but, like, <laughs> a, a, a regal woman, it's going to be, like, Maggie Smith or something like yeah. that. And to get into those roles, I have no idea how you do it. And that's what we're going to find we're out gonna later. We're going to find out. It's slick. I nice. like it. Should we go have a little song? No. Because no? I've got one more fact. Oh, okay, go on. Sorry. <laughs> I think this is the most, the more interesting fact. Um, you have to pay for your own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really. Costs $30,000 per star. Per star? $30,000? So you actually have to be like quite big time. Yeah. And you've got, yeah, you've got to pay for it. They don't put it in there f- for free. What? Do they get rid of someone else's? Are they like, oh, this person, he hasn't been in something for a while. Do they ever get it taken off? I, know I think they-, they get taken off. I think if you get accused of something 
bad. Unsavory. Yeah, but that kind of makes sense, yeah. really. Yeah. I think that does. Should we now have a song? <laughs> um, have you got anything more on that? No, but that was some high-quality statistical content. I think that was high-quality statistical content. And um, what we want from you guys, and remember, you're listening to Shouldn't You Be Working, the, the show where we interview people who have the dream jobs to find out if the reality meets the expectation, just to go over that one more time. Um if you want to, uh, if you want your dream job explored, let us know via uh, the Twitter handle, which is at SYBWorking, or our email address, Mark, which is SYBWorking at Outlook.com. Yeah, Why are we giving our email address? Because people can email content in now. No, yeah, emailing's for dinosaurs. Yeah, well, we could also get in touch and follow me on Instagram at the Sam Peck as well. No. Mark doesn't want to be on Instagram because he's useless, but... No, I am on Instagram. Um, so we'll go for a song now, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we're coming, <laughs> we're coming out of the cave, crawling on our hands. Mumford and Sons, the cave. Yosef, take it away. Please. <laughs> Mumford and Sons, everyone. Sam, Mumford fan? Not really. Joe, you are also a Mumford's fan? No. Okay. You know what? I'm actually being critical there. I do think they're all right. I had quite a bad uh, incident with Mumford and Sons, so I was seeing them at Reading, ah. even though I didn't want to. We were there. We were the same. That's when we met. Really? Well, no, we were both at that gig, but we didn't know each other. Yeah, like uh, cross, cross-starred lovers and touching his thigh right now. Lovers. Yeah. Um, and my friend was on uh, someone's shoulders, and out of nowhere, a cup of urine <laughs> just went, <laughs> and just dashed him, dashed him on the back. Oh, what did he do? Did he leave the concert? No, he, well, it was Reading, wasn't it? He just had to party on, covered in someone else's hot... We hot hot juju. <laughs> yeah, it was not great. And it was a bit <laughs> one of those vibes where it's like we do talk about a lot about we actually. We, this is the oh. second we riff. Award winning we riffs. Yes, exactly. Do you want to say what the award was? Well, do we? I mean, nah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll just you know, what was award winning? We'll gloss over it. Yeah. What was your do Mumford you Mumford story? I did, but it was just that someone I know went out with a cousin of Marcus Mumford. That's quite good though. But it's not as good as y- being covered in urine though. No. Well, no. it's better than being covered, but not as good as that story. Yeah, true. But I would, I'm going to say it, I'm going to try and get a Mumford and Son or one of the sons. One of the sons. On here. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we know loosely, either you've got a connection right there, Mark's, you've got a connection loosely to him, and I do as well. So I'm yeah. going to try and work some magic and get him on. But hey, Sam, back to the original concept of the show. What, Hollywood. Hollywood. How has all of this Hollywood nonsense come about in this lovely Wandsworth borough? So thank you, Mark, for that lovely intro. Uh, so essentially, I went on holiday to uh, San Francisco and LA uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I'm not going to lie, it was genuinely like the most breathtaking holiday I've ever been on my entire life. Like, I changed my life. You have to yeah, talk yeah, yeah. into the microphones, Mark. Um, he's, he's learning. He's quite cute. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, but went there. And when I was in LA, I met, well, I went to this one vegan Mexican restaurant and me and my friend Casey were were sat down and my friend Caleb as well Uh, and Casey was like looking like giving daggers to someone and I was like Casey what's the matter Uh, and he said look at that group of people and it was this table of people that were genuinely the most attractive people I've ever seen in my entire Mm. life like boys girls everyone was like stunning and we were like this is rivalry 
because we well, Casey you, thinks he's really cool and I think I'm cool as well oh you thought you were the other most stunning group in the but crowd. then we quickly realised that these people were like infinitely attractive they were almost like the equivalent of the Made in Chelsea lot but in LA nice yeah so what we did is we were like we need to go talk to them because we're social clients randomly yeah randomly and we saw they went outside for some cigarettes so we ran around the corner bought some cigarettes went up to them and were like hi guys can we borrow a lighter? And we had a chat with them that way. Are you joking? Nah, I'm not. Oh, this is a horrible... Why do you do these things? Because then... Uh, Go out of your way to buy cigarettes just so you can impress some cool kids. Exactly. What brand of cigarettes were they? We can't talk about that on air. Go on. No, we can't. Can Promote we? Promote them. No, I'm not going to do that, Mark. <laughs> Promote tobacco on air. Look at you, you corporate sellout. <laughs> Mark probably works as a tobacco lobbyist. That's why <laughs> oh, I was trying to do no, this. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, that's how we actually met these actors and stuff. And one of them was like properly instagram famous she had three hundred and sixty-one thousand followers on instagram that's hundreds of thousands more than you yeah well it is uh, literally hundreds it's three hundred and sixty thousand more she's got thousands more than the head of marketing for shouldn't you be working podcast which is you know it's just travesty um and then we also met the actress who we are having on today jenna willis uh who's been in american crime story the people versus oj simpson um, and yeah, they were all actually very nice as well. Not like how I'd expect the Made in Chelsea lot to probably be. I feel like they'd be really up, like, up themselves, but yeah. these guys were just really cool. But and they really must nice. have, they, your accent probably vibed off them, right? Yeah, absolutely. It really did. It had currency for shout. Where did you, did you say that you're from Southampton or with that unknown town not really wash well in? LA? No, so the, the general vibe was we are from London. And then I'd say, well, I'm actually from Southampton. You Once you said London. Did you say it like that? Well, from I had my life completed slightly because one of the people went, you sound like you're from London. Ugh. And that changed my life. What, for the better? For the better, yeah. That's, I've always wanted to have that said to me. Did you know what that said to you? What, you sound like you're from London? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because I, I don't sound like I'm from London. You don't sound, you sound like you're from Wimbledon. No, <laughs> which is in London. They say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're from Oxford Circus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, they, people say that I uh, sound like royalty. Joe, you also have an incredibly nice voice. Joe, open up those pipes, say hello. Hello. S- see, that's nice, isn't it? I think we all have really similar voices, actually, I've just realised. Well, that's the thing, because you also sometimes try and act like I'm the super posh one, and you're some sort of working class hero, but as we always, the feedback is that we sound exactly the same. It's because I can enunciate. I can enunciate. You said it wrong. What did ben. I say? Enunciate. It's enunciate, mate. Is it? It is enunciate. Oh, oh, Joe, don't back him up. Mark, that's what the thing is. You've had thousands of pounds spent on schooling, <laughs> and I've had none. <laughs> and that's what you get. All right, so. Another songy wong. Songy right? wong. What song have we got? We've got McFly, Lies. And this is an absolute anthem for everyone. It's going to get us all the Christmas Eve. Got it's got nothing to do McFly with it. McFly fact. Yeah, it's got three members in the club. Has it got three members in the club? It's got five, and I think we're going with the song. Enjoy. He's got me, he's got me. Welcome back to the show. So yeah, Jenna Williams was... Jenna Willis. Willis? Yes, we'll edit that out. We'll edit that out. <laughs> um, yeah, so essentially she has been an actor for a number of years now and i think we'll find out later as well in the interview but one of her main roles is in american crime stories the oj uh the oj simpson trial thing if everyone saw that um i know i, I started to watch it now uh <laughs> which i, I probably Good. should have watched prior to the actual event 
Um, but it's really good. It's got like David Schwimmer and all that in it. Yeah. Um, and she's also been in Criminal Minds as well as Awesomeness TV. And she's actually going to be in a feature long film with Clive Owen next year, which is going to be pretty exciting as well. Who's Clive Owen? Clive Owen is in. Oh, don't don't throw me out like that. You, everyone knows who Clive Owen is. He's, are you looking at him? Clive Owen is. Why is anyone Google right Clive now? Clive Owen. So, Clive Owen is the guy. That one. I've got a picture of him right uh, now. He's a good-looking chap. He's very handsome. He's been in loads of stuff. Why can't I think of anything that he's been in right now in my mind? Hey, but I've been. Do- I I wasn't. I didn't have the pleasure to meet Jenna myself. No, Not but you flesh. you spoke to her on the phone and you yeah. turned a little bit into Mike Myers. Funny? Funny and creepy. Oh, what? There's no creepiness there. No, there was no, but you were like, oh. oh. <laughs> it's because your accent became even more like no, posh. At least I could, at least I got through my questions there. It wasn't the, <laughs> what's it like being, doing that? Uh, well, you'll hear more of it today. We will hear more of those interview questions. So the people, for Mark's interview, because we've only got an hour on live radio, um, Mark's questions will be on the podcast edition where we have the full full and frank interview uh extra features extra content it is friends. Extra con- and it's called shouldn't you be working it's on itunes stitcher podcast addict and we're live on wandsworth radio every sunday 2 till 3 p.m if you want to listen live and send in stuff if you do want to get in contact with us as well one thing that i would uh like to hear from you and i'll, I'll vibe on a little bit as well is uh if you've seen any celebrities recently in and about london and if you have uh, get through to us on Twitter at Wandsworth Radio or at SYB Working on Twitter to get in contact. Have you seen any celebrities recently, <laughs> I, Mark? I have recently. I think I saw Russell Brand on the back of a motorbike. Really? Yeah, but it was just like a tall, a handsome guy with a beard and he sped off at pace. And also, would Russell Brand be on the back of a motorbike? It seems like a dangerous thing. You never know. I don't think he would do that, but he's a risk taker because he's done drugs and stuff, I suppose. Yeah, but he's, that's, he's tapered that up. Yeah, he's, I think he's quite mellow now. Probably. Look, he's obviously super energetic and stuff, but like... Yeah, but he is quite... I mean, he's getting... Straight you know, edge right now, isn't he? Mid-40s now, so... Yeah, he probably would want to calm down. <laughs> but why... Uh, I think, you know, when you're... I know, I'll ask. I've got one more story. Okay, go on. <laughs> you know that feeling when you're just walking along and you see someone that you think you remember, like you know from the past. It's like someone from school. And you're like, oh my God, I'm going to have to say hello to them. Like, this is going to be so awkward. And you're walking up to them. My dad had that shit, walking up to some bloke and he was like, I definitely know this person. I'm just going to have to be nice and say hello. Mm. Said hello. And it was uh, Jeremy Clarkson. No, that's <laughs> so quite it's, cool. It's not that he didn't... He, my dad doesn't know Jeremy Clarkson. It was that he recognised him off the TV and thought embarrassingly, so randomly he just said hello to Jeremy Clarkson. No, I had one really similar with my own mum. Uh, she was at the <laughs> cinema in London, maybe, or somewhere, maybe Winchester, actually. And she saw someone she really recognised, similar to your dad, and she was like, hi, like that, and gave him a bit of a wave. And the guy was like, hi, nice to see you, like back to my mum. My mum was like, where do I know him from? And it turned out to be Simon Pegg. Yeah, see, yeah, that's which, exactly is, it. which is quite cool. Yeah, strange ones. Uh, I uh, also saw, and I do want people to tell, message in about the celebrities they've seen as well. I saw uh, David Gandy, the model walking about i also saw billy piper the other day in oxford street recently literally like three days ago and i also saw uh something punch uh the person punch and judy not punch and one judy uh it's one of the actresses who's in like the wedding video and other things as well she's in bad teacher 
who's have you seen band teacher? You haven't seen anything. No, this is no. But you always seem like you are technologically savvy and stuff, so you should have seen films. I should well, yeah, I mean you don't have to know how like to turn your computer on to watch a film. Uh I think I also well, I got the whole train with Robert Webb. Did you get the whole train of oh, you whole train. Did you talk to him? Girl, his daughter used my shoes as a I spy game. And I think we're going to a song because Joe keeps doing something <laughs> with me. He's like counting us down. This is a new producer signal that we don't know what that Yeah, means. you've got to tell us what the signals mean, Joe. <laughs> just, just say it. Just say it. What He's is like making mean? a bird signal. I'm supposed to mean you've got about 10 seconds until we have to cut for the adverts. Oh, wait. Okay. So let's go to those adverts now, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Or you can keep talking and do the adverts at half past. No, nah, no. Get those adverts on just the go. get them out of the way. Done. Right. <laughs> Done. Let's go to some Addies. We're, I, we're in now as well. I hope everyone loved that song, which is a great song by Charlie Puth. Who is Charlie Puth? And he's got an odd <laughs> last name. That's that is for sure. It's not Puth, is it? What is, is it? it? Puth. What's his last name? It is Puth. It is Puth. That I told you. Why? Sounds like a, sounds like a word to describe a fart. <laughs> Don't say the f word on radio. <laughs> what? That wasn't the f word. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, <laughs> um, but we're now going on to our interview, aren't we? And Mark, you wanted to do something about the song, is it? I am thinking that we could create, uh, you know, brand new radio here by making our own intro up for the interview on the fly. <laughs> Sam looks <laughs> extremely nervous. But producer Joe said that he can provide a backing beat. So I thought, why not? Are we, what, but are you going to sing? I'll go in high. You go in low. Joe, you can mic up and provide any sort of it. And you can do the content of the riff. So you just come up with the words. No, so I'm joking, don't I? The way it's going to work is, this is where you earn your stripes as a producer, Joe. We're going to, you're going to quickly just summarise what we're doing. General, General Willis interview. Yep. And then we go into the intro, straight into the interview. Are you ready? That sounds really complicated for Joe. Are you, you ready, Joe? Can do you, you do, do that? that? Yep, it's fine. Really? <laughs> that would be genuinely like putting man on the moon for me. I would, yeah. wouldn't even know where to start because I wasn't even listening to what you were saying, to be fair, as well. <laughs> okay, what? so you just get... So, all right, so what's Gen- coming up now? All right, so we are now lucky enough on Shouldn't You Be Working to be interviewing a real-life Hollywood actor, Jenna Willis. She's been in American Crime Story, and I will also do the spiel again. But listen, it's very interesting. We're going to go into the actual realities of being a Hollywood actor. So if you are interested, definitely have a listen now. Okay. Tune in. If you haven't listened to anything, listen to this part. Intro. To the to the yeah. song. Okay, so we're now doing it. <laughs> I go in late. You go. Interview. Where's the backing beat? It's on right now. Is it? Oh, so we're doing an interview. No, I'm out. <laughs> we're not going to do that. Let's just hit a oh, Jen. <laughs> Jen yeah, let's go. Whoa. Thanks, Cheryl. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. All right, perfect. Oh, Slide count in. <laughs> yeah, count the <laughs> count. All right. Uh, it's going to be like the movies where I don't say two and one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, five, four, three, one. <laughs> you just said one. All right, sorry, okay. <laughs> Here we go. Jenna Willis is an American actress born in New Jersey. Jenna is best known for her work as Tanya Brown on American Crime Story. She has also appeared in a host of other shows, including Awesomeness TV and Criminal Minds. Thank you for joining us, Jenna. How are you doing? Yeah, of course. I'm doing wonderful. What? It's uh, 9 a.m. here. I couldn't be happier. Is it like an early start for you right now as an actress? <laughs> no, no, it's not. I'm just I'm just being facetious. Uh, okay, wonderful. As As an actress, what... Oh, the, what's like the, this is a really boring question, but what's the normal time you will get up? Does it well, depend? 
depends. I mean, I have a lot of actor friends who are insomniacs who will stay up all night and sleep until one o'clock. I, I'm the opposite. I actually like to uh, go to sleep a little bit earlier and enjoy my day. It's really relative. I mean, obviously, if I'm on set working and I have call time, you know, I, I got to be up. But generally speaking, I'm just more of a day person myself. Is it quite a, is it, can it be quite a party lifestyle? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's it's like anything. It's what you make of it. I, and by the way, I know that these weren't on script, but it was just the other way that it went. I thought it was quite an interesting <laughs> question okay. to ask. Sam's totally vibing okay. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Feel free to throw anything at me. Oh, okay, wonderful. <laughs> so to go back in with the actual questions. So when, and this is, I think it's very like basic question, but the whole point of Shouldn't You Be Working as a show is to kind of see people who have got those dream jobs and just kind of understand it a little bit better. And I think, would you agree you've got a pretty cool job? Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I'm pretty jealous. When like when we met and then I Instagram stalked you, I was like, "This is that's a pretty cool job." Mm. <laughs> that's pretty cool. It could definitely be worse, but I will say it's not all you know glitz and glam. That's for sure. Uh, so on that vein, what some of the glitz then? Um, I think you know a lot of people have this idea that you're on set and you're making movies and life is perfect but there's a lot of realities in there like for instance you can sit on sit on set for hours upon a time <laughs> what just just doing nothing and you're not filming anything or literally waiting for the phone call to hear if you book the job oh um, you know there's a, there's a lot of patience and there's a lot of waiting and there's a lot of rejection to be honest and and on that rejection note, like, and I don't mean sure. to bring it down too much, but have you kind of built up a lot of coping mechanisms? Because I, I suppose this industry, more than many, will have a lot of rejection involved in it. Yeah, you know, I got to go, guys. <laughs> 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 um, you know, yes, it, it can be very, very difficult. Um, but honestly, I, I think... You just have to tell yourself, it's not about me. My job is to prep a character, go in the room, create, discover, and play. And at the end of the day, that's all I can do because everything else is out of my control. Mm. And it could be as simple as, you know, you remind the director of his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Uh... I mean, it could be anything that simple or your look doesn't match with the co-star's look or... You know, there's so many things that it could come down to that are out of your control. So while, yes, rejection is terrible and no one likes it, I think everyone's been through it, whether it's in, you know, career or dating life or personal life, whatever it may be, you so know, in this particular... Uh, you've never sort of lost it and slashed a director's tires or anything like that? Oh, well, that only happened one time, but we don't <laughs> talk about that. We don't have to talk about that one. <laughs> um... No, I, I more just go into the corner of a room and cry for a little bit, but then it's all out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Me, me <laughs> and you. I, I'm more of a shower person. Cry, cry in the shower because uh, apparently it doesn't make your eyes puff oh, as much. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, no one would ever know. It's, it's a great place. It's that, just That's why I hear Sam moping from the uh, radio shower. <laughs> I weep quite heavily. That's what I did this morning. Yeah, yeah, absolutely the way to do it. Best way to start the day. But... That, are we up? That was part one of the interview. Now we're going to the song that we selected. Yeah, and also, I know that the song will come on in a second, but 
that cut very abruptly. <laughs> <laughs> so we, you were so buzzed when I selected this song. What is millennium. it? Is it? Do we get Millennium? <laughs> yeah. Have we got Robbie Williams' Millennium? There we go, it's Millennium. Oh, dreamy. Can you hear it? I can't hear it. Take <laughs> <laughs> it away. Well, I can't stand down. Robbie, take it away. Are we in? Yeah. We're in. That was Millennium by Rob Williams. How old were you in the Millennium, Joe? Um, minus two months. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh. mate. You're old. Pu- I, Papa Mark in the corner. I was nine at our local community centre. I was seven. What? And I was in London. Were you, where what were you? In? I was in the Millennium, whatever it was, the Millennium Eye thing. I wasn't, no. I wasn't in the Eye. I wasn't in the Eye because I'm not actually David Beckham. King I was near of England it. on his little Millennium Eye for what? New Year's Eve. What were you doing again? You were in a community centre. <laughs> <laughs> Litter picking and or something. We, <laughs> uh, we used to chase each other around. We got two hyper-off sweets. Yeah. And then it all, you know how it when you're young and someone like accidentally whips someone too hard with a shoelace. And it ruins New Year's Eve because everyone's crying. Yeah, that always ruins New Year's Eve around my way. Um, (laughs) We should probably go back to the interview because... Oh, it's part two. Part two. You're listening to Shouldn't You Be Working, interviewing Jenna Willis, American Hollywood actress who's been on The People vs. O.J. Simpson. Take it away. But going going back to the kind of like start of where, without sounding ridiculously cliche, but where it all began, like when when did you decide you wanted to become an actor? Sure. Or an actress. Well, no, I, yeah, ju- no, no. Yeah, actress, it's, I think it's interchangeable, isn't it? It's totally cool. Yeah, it is. It, uh, <laughs> truthfully, both. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I have such a clear, like, vivid memory of the moment that I actually realized I wanted to be an actress. I, my mom had invited me to go to a local playhouse which is pretty famous in um, the tri-state area in New Jersey, New York. It's called Paper Mill Playhouse, and they had season tickets. And she took me to go see The Newsies. Have you guys heard of that? The musical The Newsies. Uh, to be fair, if I'm being deadly honest, I'm a very uncultured English person. So okay. <laughs> I don't, and I feel like I should, because I know I'm talking to a Hollywood actress right now, and I feel like... That's okay. It's not like Les Mis or anything like that, but it's it's a really cute musical uh, worth um, a watch of, like paper boys it's about a, a group of paper boys yeah um but i'm you know i was in the audience and i had this epiphany of this is what i want to do this is the way that i want to make people feel for the rest of my life how i'm feeling right now and i've i've like i've just i remember never feeling so alive it was like my entire body was just full of energy and life and i was eight <laughs> <laughs> i was eight years old that's a powerful feeling um, for an eight-year-old it is did you wake I, up three days later <laughs> that, but i really truly believe that's why it stuck with me because it was this moment of like wow i feel so incredible right now <laughs> to be fair but the thing is like, I, I i i understand what you mean like it must have been 
such a like a whenever you go to a play for example like, i i really enjoy the west end in london for example you're like so yeah. encapsulated in the whole moment of it all like it's it's very enticing and you kind of forget about everything else and to be a part of that yes. it must be lovely actually exactly it's it's incredible and on, on that note as well so obviously a lot of people dream of becoming an actor yeah how have you differentiated yourself? What's your secret sauce? I mean, I, I think it's... Truthfully for me, I just think it's hard work, perseverance, and determination. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? That's yeah, my well, puppy. What, what, have you got a puppy? <laughs> yeah, she's throwing a little temper tantrum right now. Sounds like a very <laughs> loud puppy. Yeah. It's, a, it's a snarl. What, what kind she's of dog? Demanding, she's demanding her mother's attention. Oh. Um, she is a Louisiana Catahoula uh, pit mix. That, I've never heard of that in my life. What, a description. <laughs> okay. Give me a she's, description. She is a mutt. You can classify her as a mutt. Oh, although, like a you know, like a mongrel. She's like giving me dirty looks when I call her a mutt right now. Yeah. How old is she? She's like, you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these strangers on the phone? Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, um, so you kind of boil it down to perseverance, was it? I mean, I think, look, what made Philip Seymour Hoffman, Hoffman different, you know? And then you do some research on him and you realized that he was the guy that was sitting behind the table when Rob Lowe and all these guys were coming in for auditions. Yeah. Which is insane. You would never think that. This guy took the time and energy to go in these castings and do the extra work and study and and grow and get better and and then his time came i mean really came and he's un. i mean you know rest in peace he was unbelievable i think he's one of my favorite actors yeah because i have like a, a slight thought on being successful really in anything which is you've just yeah, got to me. be incredibly Give me the secret well, I wish I had it, but from what I understand, it's pretty much just being incredibly persistent and working yes. really hard. Like, I know yes. that's cliche as well, but Tiger Woods said... No, it sounds oh. cliche. And, like, you you know, you hear of those people who just came out of nowhere, and then you do the research and you realize if they have a sustainable career and they continue to work, they really didn't come out of nowhere. Or, or you do have those people that were, you know, discovered on a street in L.A., and they do one show and then they disappear because they really don't value the craft. They don't really study and cherish it and work hard. Yeah, true. I think, Wasn't it, I think it was Denzel Washington who said anything that comes easy goes easy. Yeah. Or did I just make that up? If you did, we'll quote you as it. It sounds like something Denzel Thank Washington you. would say. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to stop you there, Jenna. Um, just because I think we and everyone who's listening to Wandsworth Radio right now just needs a, a kind of funky tune. And we're thinking of, uh, is it Fede Legrand? Put your hands up for Detroit. The one and only. So put your hands up for Hollywood and Jenna Willis. We can sing to this. We can sing to this. <laughs> sing to this. Hit it. Put your hands up for Detroit. I love this city. <laughs> Uh, we up? Yes, you are back. Shouldn't you be working? You're up for out. longer than you think. Okay. Podcast. Shouldn't you be working? Back with the interview with Jenna Willis, Hollywood actress. So, we're going to dive back in now. What were you saying there, Jenna? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, on a uh, slightly ni- like lighter note as well, 
you're unlike a lot of actresses I have or actors I have met as well because you've actually been in things and you have a proper IMBD page. You know, what what are you most well known for? Do you think? Yeah, you know, I've been very fortunate to uh, to work in my career, and I would I would say the most well-known project that I've got to be a part of was an FX series. At least in the U.S. it was, uh, you know, televised through FX. It's called American Crime Story, The People vs. O.J. And I was fortunate enough to do seven out of ten episodes of the anthology series. And I played uh, Tanya Brown. So I played Nicole Brown. Um, I played her youngest sister on the show. That is pretty cool, actually, isn't it, really? How, like, yeah. take us through the process of the casting. How many times did you, like, because in other aspects, you're obviously it's like an interview, but how, just take yeah. us through what what you kind of steps know, were there? This is actually a really um, different story, to be honest, when it comes to the audition process. But I was having a really, really, uh, it was 2015, and I was going through some, really hard uh, personal stuff and I truthfully hadn't had an audition in about a month and I remember I was sitting on my couch eating uh, Cheetos. Do you guys have Cheetos? We have, uh, we don't have Cheetos. We get them in some shops. No, no, no. Well, it's a Watsit sort of country. Yeah, do you have Watsit? Okay, no, no, but is it in the same vein? Yes. Yeah. Mad okay. for, madness for your fingers, Cheeto dust, okay, yes, what's it yes. dust, similar veins. Yes, I, I was literally debating leaving LA and moving back to New York, and I'm eating, um, what do you, what's it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. On, on the couch, and my manager calls, and he's like, hey, Jenna, um, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I'm eating what's it, Matt, what are you doing? You know, it was like 3 o'clock on a those? Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those moments. Um, and he was like, okay, uh, well, uh, first things, he's like, would you shoot um, a sketch for one of my other clients this weekend? And I was like, yeah, sure, sure, absolutely, Matt. Um, and he goes, and second, you're on a veil to play Tanya Brown for American Crime Story. And I was like, um, what? He's like, yeah, uh, I just need to let them know if you're willing to dye your hair color, change your hair color, because Tanya had darker red. Were, were you um, like... Sorry, I'm not dyeing my hair. That's exactly what I told him. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, fine, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would okay, dye my fine. hair. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. I absolutely will. We can chop it off too. That's fine. I, I'd lose um, a hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe I give a fingernail. I don't know about a ham. I might need that at some point. To be fair, then you're quite, you know, you're quite typecast then, mainly hook-based yes, roles. Yes, yeah, then you... I'm definitely a type. Captain Hook, though, if that ever came up, remake. <laughs> exactly, with a female version. Hey, you know what I mean? That, that's definitely possible now. That's an idea. Yeah. I think we just made something. We have. I think we are literally creating as we go. Do you want to run with it? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Okay. I think I um, should definitely um, play the female version. Of, of Hook. I'll yeah, play yes. Peter Pan. Sam can I think play I'm that dog. I think extremely intimidating. I think I play Smee. Great part. Yeah. yeah. Just, um, yeah. just so, just uh, and, and Mark's got some more fun questions because I, I don't yeah. hope to bore anyone. But I, I'm finding this fascinating, by the way. Like I, I think behind the curtain, etc., and all that is oh, very wait, interesting. Let me, so, what, what's what's actually crazy about the um, OJ series 
I'm sorry, I just want to finish. So please do, you know, please do. Just, so he asked, um, you know, if I was if I was willing to change my hair color, and I, I, you know, of course, I said yes. And I said, you know, Matt, I don't understand. I didn't audition for Tanya Brown. And he said, I know. Um, I said I auditioned for a different part in the series about a month ago. And he said, yeah, well, um, your tape was saved. And when they were ready to cast this part, you know, they were like, Jenna Willis. <laughs> wow. So just by going there crazy? and just showing up and giving it a go for another part, they were like, this Yeah, works. I guess what I'm saying is you just never know. Yeah. You really don't. And that's also the beautiful thing and the amazing part of what I do. You know, each day is his own entity, and truly, you never know what tomorrow brings. Ah, oh, so jealous. That just that that kind of lifestyle sounds very interesting, but also scary, I suppose. Yes, it can be. It's both, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I think it's it's. So, yes. gonna have to cut you off there, Jenna. Sorry. <laughs> okay. uh, essentially, for the full interview, because we've only got an hour now, uh, we are gonna put that up on our podcast, which is "Shouldn't You Be Working?" It's gonna be the full, uh, full and frank interview. Yeah. Uh, Mark's got some questions as well on that, and you can find that on iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and I think we're even gonna take down the old episodes because we're gonna go whole hog with this new concept is that right yeah my and my you should definitely listen because my questions are not radio friendly are they not well they are quite friendly they are radio friendly but if you want the real insights into the hollywood game that we all play then listen to the podcast yeah and also i feel quite bad because the next 10 15 minutes of the interview are genuinely really interesting (laughs) as well like we start to understand a bit more about um, kind of who she's worked with and the realities, again, behind, you know, working with such famous people, etc. And I get to talk, I, I talk about her dogs, so that's probably highlight, really. Probably it? more interesting than the whole whole interview. <laughs> but Joe, uh, you have had our, the the pleasure and the, uh, and also thank you very much for being our producer. Projo. No problem. Projo, Projo, the uh, producer. How do you think it's gone? I think it's gone very well. The hour's flown past. We yeah. haven't messed up, have we, that much? No. The only mess-ups have been mine, but hopefully... Uh, have you messed knows. up? Yes. Have you met... What? You've met... We you mess up all the time. You didn't, you didn't tell us. Well, we're Joe's gone. <laughs> Joe's gone. Who, who are we going to get in next? The trick is making sure that nobody notices. Nice. And to be fair, I'm all like, it's been quite nice not having to do all these buttons that Joe's been doing. Uh, so you... Wigging out. You let go of the buttons. And before we came on air, Sam started doing his usual... Five minute freak out where he's running around saying we don't have anything to talk about. Then he insisted that Joe step away from the keyboard, even though he was the producer, so that Sam could run the desk. It's unbelievable. It's because I'm a control freak. And Mark, the only reason I was slightly concerned is because you were literally like, oh, don't need content. It's like, <laughs> we need content. You're like, let's just vibe. We'll, we'll write a song. It's like, what do you mean, write a song? Like, we need actual things to talk about. We wrote that intro. That intro song was huge, right? I mean, that's going to be Wandsworth Radio best of for years. I'm going to cut that. No, you're not. <laughs> what, from the podcast? Oi, Joe, you thought that was funny, right? Nah. Oh, oh. I told you. Nah, it, Mark, it was really big and clever. Hey, but what's coming up next week? 
Oh, okay. Next week we have got Batsy Cats and Dogs Home or Dogs and Cats Dogs and Cats, D's and C's. So, again, in the same vein of meeting people with dream jobs and finding out if their reality meets the expectation, we are talking to a doggy social worker or a canine and behaviour training specialist. I don't know if she'd appreciate doggy social worker as opposed <laughs> to canine and behavioural specialist. Why do you spit that out of your little Because dog? I've been essentially telling everyone that we've been speaking to a doggy social worker because that is kind of what they do. They take... Like lovely dogs, and I feel like Projo's counting us down again. That's like, like the act. That's like you saying the actress just does make believe. Well, that's not true as well. So I think you've had. We've had all the time we've got for today. We are. You've been listening to. Shouldn't you be working with me, Across Sam Peck, Patterson, Putney, and Ballam? No, this have we? Cut us off for a second. Like two seconds. <laughs> Put it back in. We'll be fine. Um, but yeah, you've been listening. Shouldn't be working with me, Sam Peck, and Mark Ellings and, and Projo. Projo, thanks for listening. Bye. Back to the interview with Jenna Willis. Card. You know, they were like Jenna Willis. <laughs> wow. So just by going Isn't that there crazy? and just showing up and giving it a go for another part, they were like, this Yeah, works. I guess what I'm saying is you just never know. Yeah. You really don't. And that's also the beautiful thing and the amazing part of what I do. You know, each day is his own entity, and truly, you never know what tomorrow brings. Ah, oh, so jealous. That just that that kind of lifestyle sounds very interesting, but also scary, I suppose. Yes, it can be. It's both, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I think it's it's yes. Yeah, and, and two quick questions before we go to some more light-hearted ones. Um, Who's the most famous person you've met? Because you are living in L.A., I want to know. Yeah. Okay, so work-wise, um, it kind of depends on what type of actors or actor you prefer or love. Uh, so that goes anywhere from um, John Travolta. What? You met John getting... Travolta? Well, he was in the series with me. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> but but I, I just it just blows my mind when people say things like, you know, jo- like you saying John Travolta. Like, that would be like... Next, uh, Madam Two Swords is as close as I get to meeting John Travolta. <laughs> well, keep coming back to LA. You never know. Oh, I would love to. Yeah. Um, so John Travolta, you know, obviously Cuba Gooding Jr. and David Schwimmer. I got to work with all of them on the series. And then I just finished a movie in New York where um, I got all my scenes are with Common. Wow. So um, who's an unbelievable person. He's such a giving and kind man. He's so cool. Um, and um, I guess out of work, just in general, people that I've met that were really cool were Stevie Wonder. What? Yeah, that was very, very cool. My mum, who should be listening, not right now, but when it goes out yeah, live, yeah. will Stevie be Wonder, immensely jealous. Yes. Uh, I mean, just living in L.A. and kind of being here you you ran you run into people in the most random places obviously going out at night you know you see others but really i mean paul abdul is really cool stevie wonder was amazing um, where, where did you meet stevie wonder uh, at a restaurant what yeah that's i, I saw I the, the and I've, I, honestly i see leonardo dicaprio more than anyone else really all, all the time I mean, okay, not all. I'm not like, hey, I've been getting my Manny Petty, and there's Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, um, yeah, I, 
yeah, we, I've seen him at a bunch of events. And I mean, look, obviously I went to the Emmys, so I met a ton of people there. But just in general, yes. Yeah. And before Mark kind of takes it over as well, mm-hmm. and I think I might be uh, stealing one of his questions, but I think it's a good place okay, to, okay. to do it. Mark, don't be upset. Sorry, Mark. I am. We'll get through, we'll get through this, Mark. He's going to be annoyed, but... Obviously, a lot, lots of people come to LA to chase their dreams to become a ho- like a Hollywood act- actor. What advice would you give them? Oh, yeah, that's not mine. Um, you know, for me, acting is more than just a dream. Uh, it's, it's a career, and kind of like I said before, it, it takes a lot of dedication, persistence, and patient, uh, patience. And... In, in my mind, to put it bluntly, I feel I, I truly believe if you can't live without it, do it. And if you can live without it, definitely find a different career. Yeah, that very, very inspiring, <laughs> by the way. Is it? Yeah, no, hugely, no, honestly, not. Jenna. But that's that's how I feel because it, you live and breathe acting. I mean, that's what drives you know an actor, and that's what makes me happy in life. That's that's what excites me. And there's a lot of times when I, I don't get to perform on, on film or on camera or in a theater, you know, and it can be really hard for people. And a lot of times, you know, when you're just starting or even after you've been at it for a long time, you still need a side job. So truly, if you don't love it, don't do it. But if you do, I truly recommend it because it's incredible. God, so jealous. Wish I wish I wish I was uh Jenna Willis and the Tanya Brown in American Crime Story. That'd be <laughs> Come sweet. Come on over. Come on over. But with 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 all that like the proper interesting interview done, let's go over and not not interesting, that was me and on Mark. What? Uh but with let, let's have some more kind of like general these are the questions I feel like English people want to know. Yeah. So okay. I'm gonna take it over okay. to Mark. I've got it now. Sure. I, so you can hear me now, Jenna, right? Yes, hi Mark. Hi there, hi there. So, yeah, Sam's gone through uh, the professional stuff. Now, I, the questions that we've got are questions that will be of interesting in terms of lifestyle within LA. Okay? Sure. So, are you ready? I am so ready. So, first thing, that's, yes. that's, that's good. English <laughs> accent. So, Sam was over in LA recently. Is that where you... So yes. Okay. So for me, I'm wondering: is the stereotype of an English accent coming across attractive? Is that is that the real deal? Oh, American women love an English accent. Mm. And in terms of the two accents you're hearing right now, bear in mind who's most in line with Prince Harry's sort of accent. What are you, What are you getting here? Who's Who's got <laughs> more flavour? <laughs> Flavor. What do you mean? Okay. Sam, Sam, can you speak again? No, please? no, no. So I'll think of a sentence to say. Okay. Um, or this can you think fun. of a sentence? Maybe dinner is yeah. served. What, what's the What's the dream uh, sentence for an English guy to say to an American girl? Oh, I have no idea. That's a hard question. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. We can say dinner is served. So how, okay. Uh, Sam goes first. I go second, and then I. This win. might just be my preference, by the way. So. Okay. Well, okay. we will see. Let's hear it. But if okay. I win, then that's good. Right. So, that's good. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, all right. You get a biscuit. <laughs> I get a biscuit. <laughs> I'm not your dog. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> I will be. <laughs> okay. So, 
Th- this is me now, Jenna. Jenna, okay. dinner is served. Oh. I'm sorry you had to hear that. Oh, <laughs> what? That sounds like you're Jenna's mum. Oh, <laughs> Jenna, dinner served. <laughs> sounds like you're shouting up the stairs. Now I say you gotta it. Gotta put a southern accent on though if you're gonna be my mum. I have to put a southern accent on, or mm-hmm. don't. Uh, Jenna, dinner served. No, Jen- no. Oh, no, let me do it. Let me do it. Uh, Jenner, dinner. I can't do it. I can't. Uh, <laughs> good. I'm stopping that because otherwise uh, we'll get a complaint. Every second it took. <laughs> and then now I say, Jenna, dinner is served. James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, one more time, but real. For okay, real. okay. Sam's going again. Jenna, dinner served. Oh, God. Uh, I'm sorry, Mark wins this one. Yes! Oh, what about this? What about this? <laughs> I, think, I think all in all just sound a little more manly. I'm not going to lie. Thank you. <laughs> Jenna, I don't know if I trust your taste. <laughs> <laughs> Problem is, where, so then what, what part of um, England are you both from? I, well, so Mark is actually from Windsor. No, I'm not. I mean, you know, <laughs> if, you want, if you want to come to Windsor, I can show you uh-huh. around. Uh-huh. But I'm not from Windsor Castle itself. Okay. Sam is, um, uh, so where are you from? Uh, so we both live in London, but I'm from Southampton, yes. where the Titanic set sail from. So, so oh, wow. Southampton doesn't actually exist anymore. It's underwater. <laughs> that, that, that's absolute <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> oh, we're going to bleep it now. Okay, so are you ready for my next question? I'm ready. Okay, much- I've done the accents. Pets, dogs, we've all got them. You've got one. I haven't got one. Sam, you got one? No, I don't have one. Okay, so none of us have dogs apart from you here. But they're yes. popular. So, Hollywood pets. In the movies, we see Chihuahua being the main animal. What are you seeing on the landscape at the moment being the most popular dog? <laughs> oh. Um, I vote... You know, this is the thing... I... You guys know Annie, right? Yes. The musical, you have to know Annie. Okay. Per- personally, or? Per- yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I know, carry on. Fair question, fair question. Um, I love the dog in Annie. I'm a fan of those kind of like scruffly, ridiculous looking dogs. Yes. I personally would love those dogs to be the limelight. Okay. Chihuahuas are cute. I think they're adorable. But there is something to these scraggly-looking, almost homeless-looking dogs that I am so drawn to. I think they're so cute and endearing, and I just want to hug them and kiss them. So is that the is that the dog? Is that similar to the dog you own yourself? What's the name of your dog again? Bam Bam. Well, I have two dogs. Oh, he just looked at me. I have the Louisiana Catahoula that I told you about, and then I have another dog named Bam Bam who. Literally looks like Master Splinter from the Ninja Turtles. I oh, kid you not. Really? And yeah, I'll send you a photo after this. He literally looks like Master Splinter. Which one do you prefer? <laughs> I'm I you know, you can't pick favorites. You love them each for their own. But. For their own beautiful characteristics. That was such a <laughs> cheesy put online. <laughs> Is one of them... I love them both equally. In terms of intelligence, <laughs> though, if you're going to trust one in a sort of uh, chess-like Ooh. situation, which one are you going for? So this is tough. I Bam Bam is able to open cabinets. Cabinets? Yes, literally able to open cabinets. What's he go for? Um uh treats, dog treats. 
dog treats or any treats? Yes, any treats that he can get his dirty little paws on. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, what a naughty but, bam bam. Um, yeah, he is. He is. He definitely is. He's a troublemaker. But um, Luxie's intelligent in her own way. But I, I might lean towards Bam Bam. I feel like he always knows what's going on. I, I would he's also very, lean He's to... very human-like. Send a picture of both of them over, and then we'll get our audience to find to text him which one's more likely to win in a sort of a Q, uh, IQ test. Okay, deal. Okay. Am I moving on to my diet question? Yeah, go on then. Okay then, so Sam's hustling me along because I spoke about dogs for too long. So... <laughs> I could too, it's terrible. <laughs> so, um, the next thing, if you're not seeing chihuahuas, you're seeing new dietary trends in LA. I gave example yes. of a 5-2 diet to Sam. Sam didn't know what that was, which... I don't know what the 5-2 diet is either. See, I'm not alone, am I? You're, well, no, I no alone... Idea. Mentally, yes. <laughs> um, okay. It's a lonely world out there, Sam. Yeah, Sam's been alone for a while in some sort of forest. Um, so, five-two diet is when oh, what is it? You eat like a king for five days, and then you eat like uh, <laughs> how can I say this pauper? politically correct? Not pauper. No, you just starve yourself. You fast. That's it. So you fast, fast, fast yeah. for two days, and you eat as much as you like for five days. That was an in-vogue dietary trend according to a magazine I read once. Wow. Is there anything... I'll give you a few examples. Juicing. Is that happening at yeah. the moment? Oh, yeah. Um, that's so funny. I personally haven't even heard of that diet. I I would say intermittent, intermittent fasting is really big in LA, um, which can be anything from... I'm only going to eat between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. And then you fast until the next day. Mm. That sounds awful, um, though. It's all I, I don't I don't do it. Um, and there's, of course, the keto diet, which is huge right now. Don't know if it works or not. Tell us. Which is um, all fats, like uh, create no carbs, but like a vegetable and as much fat as you want. Something along those lines. I don't really know. <laughs> to be honest and yet I did juicing is always a fad in LA yeah. um, it's a fad know, whether everywhere. it's adding a juice to your diet or just doing a juice cleanse mm. um, you know it's I, I think LA that's the weather is incredible year-round you're always somewhat in bikini season so I think I think it you know drives people to be a little more health conscious and follow these new diets and trends that are happening when i was in la i, I definitely did feel like a big fat blob comparative no, to everyone else come on that is you are lying i felt I awful mean, big, maybe big but... oh so you're <laughs> jumping on the bandwagon now are we how tall are you again uh, i'm six foot four i believe no yes. you're not i am no six foot way four you six foot four but jenna yeah. i, I, un- I have, i'm quite under the impression that we've actually been speaking for nearly 30 minutes and sure. i think i told you it would only going to be about five minutes um but that's okay i'd just like to say it's been absolutely delightful talking to you to be fair and i hope everyone who's listening does find this immensely interesting i found it incredibly interesting just hearing about you know what it takes who you've met what you're working on and all that it's just been fascinating so i really do appreciate it thank you yeah and if you are ever in london please let us know and we'll definitely uh you can come to either of our houses buckingham palace or <laughs> windsor castle yeah 
Wow, that sounds magical. I know, it really is. But Jenna, again, so th- thank you very much and thank you for joining us on Shouldn't You Be Working? Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> we, we've been... No, not at the moment. I told you, it's it's an you know, up-in-the-air lifestyle. Oh, by the way, Shouldn't You Be Working is the name of the show. It's no. It is, so we're not saying shouldn't you be working being mean. <laughs> it's just the name of the show, okay? We'll cut that, Maybe don't worry. Do that again. Maybe do that one more time. <laughs> okay, so you've been listening to Shouldn't You Be Working and th- with, with Sam Peck, Mark Ellings and Jenna Willis from LA, America. a Hollywood... From America, LA, a Hollywood actress. Yes. <laughs> yes. But thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. No worries. The sneeze came through. I, I think we'll, we'll call it a day there, and um, <laughs> we'll go to a song now or something. But Jenna, yeah, we'll, we'll end the interview guys. here. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, we're done now, Jenna. Okay. Um, awesome. It's always hard ending these things sometimes. Um, but you, you were honestly fantastic.